Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Everybody, welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the podcast where I get so so angry at a piece of children's television. <laughs> <laughs> Just the most legitimately angry this show has ever made me, and this show has pissed me off before. We'll get into it. Uh, I'm Mike. I'm pinching in because Zach needed a week off. Uh, I after watching the episode, I, f- I feel like I understand why he didn't want to talk about this one. <laughs> uh, Joining me is uh, is Luke. Hello. And Emily. Hi. I feel like I should be mad for all the same reasons you are, but for some reason it's fine. Well, did you also not watch it? <laughs> uh, I mean, I basically have at this point. These aren't long episodes. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we also have Simone. Well, well, well. Don't we all hate a Turbo episode right now? Oh, How wow. The... A bad episode. Yeah. <laughs> a bad episode, Simon. Yeah, most yeah. we've enjoyed the vast majority of them. It's it doesn't it doesn't sink the whole thing to have a clunker. I, I was actually home. thinking about um, offering Lexi to come on because I was pretty sure we all were going to hate oh, this yeah. episode. <laughs> but, I mean, if we like, Lexi has said that she doesn't want to be on because the show makes her upset, and like we we have this the most upsetting episode. Upset. Yeah, she would hate well, it. I made it. I thought it made her upset that we all tried to defend it. Yeah, yeah that was the problem. As I understood, none of us are going to do that here. Yeah, uh, but fuck, it's something. Anyway, you know what? Let's uh, let's 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 chat for a little bit. Simone, how are you? How you been? Uh, I feel like I feel like we always like jump straight into news and shit, and like never actually talk. Oh, that's about nice. What we're doing. We never talk uh, anymore. Been... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all this business all the time. Yeah. Well, I've been hanging in there. You know, I'm same as everyone, quarantined and can't really leave home except the kids are here. So. Uh, it's the fun parenting version of that, and um, you know, how, how are there. your kids handling it? Are they being okay? They're very young, so they don't really get it, but they are at home a lot. And my son is asking about going back to daycare a lot, and we can't really. Well, we keep telling him, you know, it's still gonna be a while before he can go, and it's. Uh, he well, mm. he's looking forward to it, and we it's it sucks that we can't tell him that it's that day that you'll be going back there because we don't know. Anyway, 
Yeah. So it was also like it was his birthday this weekend and also Easter. Mm-hmm. So it, it was very Ooh. exhausting as a parent stuck in quarantine with two kids when you have two <laughs> days where you have cake and chocolate. So anyway, I survived. It's Monday now. All right. Uh, Emily, how are you doing? I'm doing... I actually had a really bad weekend, to be honest. <laughs> just like a lot of things like piled on top of each other. I was just having like... I got sick over the weekend, but not like COVID sick. Just like I got sick from eating too much chocolate, which is like <laughs> sounds stupid, but it made me like puke and it made my like feet and, le- and legs hurt. Oh god, so that was kind of scary. Mm. So I did. I've been trying to eat better now, though. <laughs> so that's good, right? Um, yeah. And then just like random stuff happened that like annoyed me and like, uh, but but like, good parts about it is that like FF7R came out, like Final Seven remake, and that's been. Yeah, I've been I've been luckily enjoying it a lot because I know it's a nice. bit divisive for some people. Honestly, that might be one of my single favorite things about video game like culture is the incomprehensible acronyms. <laughs> yeah, like, if you just walk up to someone and just say, "Hey, did you check out FF7R?" And like, mm-hmm. either they know exactly what you're talking about, or they think you're a lunatic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why I, I had. I thought I had to like explain a little bit there. I'm. I'm I am having fun with it, and I'm, I'm more excited for the, the other Square remake that's coming out this month, which is Trials of Mana, which is oh, a remake right. of a game that never came out here yeah. um, in the West until, like, last year when it was part of a collection. So, like, and I, I played the shit out of that game on emulator. Um, yeah. Pirating games is good. And um, <laughs> I had a lot of fun with it as a kid, so I, like, I can't wait to play it again, 3D, with all, like, the new stuff. I, the demo was amazing, so... All right, cool. Uh, Luke, how are you doing? Oh, boo, I'm doing fine, I guess. <laughs> yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've had to edit a lot of podcasts lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got started on that. Yeah, uh, we started a new we show. Talked, we talked about it last week uh, yeah. a little bit. I, I did a little bit, but I don't think we really got to get into the meat of it. You want to talk about what you're doing? I, I know plugs are at the end, but like you can get a bit more in-depth here at the start. Yeah, sure. We started a podcast called Idle on Playtest, so for... Over a year now, me and uh, uh, Audio Entropy host Molly have been uh, working on an RPG book uh, inspired by Persona and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and we finally got it to a point where we needed to playtest it to keep like working on it. We needed some like data to see if the thing we made was any good. So to that end, we uh, I started a podcast. There are it's it's an actual play podcast using our book. Uh, there's two different campaigns that meet on alternating weeks, uh, so that we have enough players to cover every class in the game. And uh, yeah, we're that's just it's very fun. I like doing it. Editing is a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and I, like, I hope I'll, now I'll tell I you have, like, I'll tell you straight dub- away. That- What's that? Uh, I was going to say, I'll tell you straight away, that's why going pear-shaped stopped. Editing <laughs> podcasts is a pain in the balls. I think it'll be better now. I had to double up the first week because we have a Patreon that gets you episodes a week early. So I had to edit two episodes back-to-back and then immediately get started on the next week's episode. This time I can, like, now that I've got that done, I can, like, take a little bit of a breather, recover for a day or two before I dive back into the next one. But, yeah, I don't know. I think that show is going to be good. All right, and yeah, like we, like we said, we're gonna we're gonna plug it 
uh, officially at the end, yeah. but like that does have a Patreon listeners, and um, it's also they put really a lot weird of because everything it. is offset. Like I have to deal with three different timelines mm-hmm. in my head because there is the timeline. Of- you're running, you're, you're, yeah, you're running two campaigns on top of like hosting them and doing the podcast. Like ah, that's tough. Yeah. Like I have to deal with the timeline of okay, this is when we record, which the what game I'm running flips every other week. Uh and then there's the timeline of oh these are when these episodes come out on Patreon versus okay this is when these episodes come out for everybody else like an episode came out today that came out last week on the Patreon and it's so confusing for me <laughs> I'm just oh, no. becoming unstuck in time oh jeez all right well uh that sounds really cool Luke and hey uh some folks uh, from this podcast are on there I'm in there uh Fabby's in there Lexi's in there Yep. So if you miss her voice, uh, definitely be sure to check that out. She's in the uh, the rock group, uh, and uh, Fabi and I are in the pop group. So definitely uh, check that out. Yeah. And yeah, as far as uh, how I've been doing, because I get a turn, uh, I actually work over the weekends, and so I guess we've all just been talking about our weekends. <laughs> uh, and we, we record on Monday nights, and Monday's my Friday, which if you're wondering why I always sound so tired in the last few episodes, that's why. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Uh, that's what's been going on there. Are y'all ready for uh, some Terborfak News the Omnimal? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure. so impressed you with your it. ability to say that so casually. Did, did you practice that in front of a mirror, Mike? No, that that's actually the thing. Flawless. is the, the last couple times I kept it like typed out in front of me, I didn't remember to do that this time. That was just off the dome. Oh, that's incredible. So, I love that's it. That's amazing. <laughs> You've ascended mm-hmm. to an yeah. expert and in listen. saying that. <laughs> Now listen, Zach folks, couldn't say it can... right in front of him, and I don't think I could. So no, no shade on Zach, but like, yeah. <laughs> now listen, folks, you can trust me when I say that I did that off the dome. Because why the hell would I brag about it? Borfec news meal is that it? Terborfak Nuziomnimal. Bunny! Nuziomnimal. Terborfak Nuziomnimal. Terborfak Nuziomnimal. Fuck. Terborfak Nuziomnimal. Terborfak Nuziomnimal. Dude, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> so so this will just be a super edit of all of us trying to say it at the same time. <laughs> uh, anyway, the, the reason uh, I did all that small talk horseshit uh, was partly because I wanted to do it, but also because there's not really much by way of news this week. In fact, the news this week is only relevant to Power Rangers insofar as some people think it's relevant to Power Rangers, but it's not actually relevant to Power Rangers. More to the point, uh, Boom Studios has announced that they have entered into a partnership with Netflix uh, to basically – it's an exclusive first look TV deal, which is basically like if Boom Studios wants to pitch a TV show to somebody, Mm -hmm. Netflix gets first dibs. And the reason some folks are freaking out is because Boom Studios makes the Power Rangers comics. The thing they're forgetting is they don't have the rights to right. Power Rangers. Hasbro does. There, there's already a Power Rangers TV show. It's already on Netflix. It's that This is a non-starter. Well, I, it's got some folks excited over the potential for uh, Power Rangers animated series, which, I mean, a, a few of us, sure. myself included, have said on the record that we would really like an animated series based on Mighty Morphin. I would like yeah. that. Um, but the thing is, like, if Netflix wants that, they'll just go through Hasbro because yeah. Hasbro already puts shows up on Netflix a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. yeah. But I have to bring it up because the community's talking about it, and it would be really weird if the whole fandom's talking about it and we didn't. 
All right. But, yeah, so Boom Studios has a thing going with Netflix, and it doesn't actually matter to Power Rangers at all. But but it would be cool if like, and obviously there's like no, this is not like oh they're gonna do this. No fucking like I have no idea. It'd just be really cool if they did like a cartoon based off the Boom comics. That and would put be it cool, on Netflix. But- uh, to be clear, mm-hmm. like there is legitimate reason to be excited about this, but it's not going because of any of the licenses that Boom Studios like makes comics out of. It's going to be the stuff that Boom Studios owns because they have original comics. That's true. Okay. Uh, it's 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 going to be something like Lumberjanes is going to get in there. I think it's, oh, I think that's that a Boom Studios so one. Cool. That comic. I'm trying to awesome. remember what else is specifically mm-hmm. Boom Studios. I've never actually read it, but it looks really cool. <laughs> I'd watch an animated show on Netflix about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's the closest thing we have to news for this week. So, are you all ready to talk about a really aggravating episode of Power Rangers? Yeah, I guess yeah. if you have yeah, to, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, so let's 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 get this out of the way, like right at the start. Let's just talk about this at the jump because it's like we have to talk about like. Why, like, I, why I in particular am so pissed off about this episode because uh-huh. it's it's gonna color the whole discussion. So this show regularly has episodes where there's a bully that shows up. We've never seen them before, mm-hmm. and the lesson is, you know, you know, don't fight back. Just turn a bully into a friend, and that lesson is always horseshit. Sure, you know, like it, it's it, complete it, fucking nonsense. Yeah, it always turns out that the bullies have a bad home situation, and then the protagonist helps them somehow, and after that, they're friends or something. That's always yeah. the typical episode. Uh huh. And like, but and the thing is, in typically in those episodes, the bully shows up at the start, and they're rarely a physical threat. Yeah, they usually they're just kind of a dick. They say some mean things, and then they're only in that first scene where they're mean, and then. We have, like, 15 minutes of Power Rangers stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then at the very end, the bully comes back, and suddenly they're nice now. And then that's it. This is an episode where Justin's going to be dealing with some bullies who are constantly harassing him, for one. Yeah, yeah like, almost two, maybe we should put a content warning where it's, like, really heavy bullying. Because this could yeah. probably bring up trauma in other people. For like, sure. Yeah. Yeah, this is – they are, for one thing, constantly harassing him. For two, constantly physically threatening him. They actually try to beat him up a couple times, and then something inter- intervenes. Uh, and for and just and it's really just the both of those. And also, it hammers home that thing where like uh, it's it's the other kind of bullshit thing we were told about bullies as kids is just you know tell an adult and they'll take care of it. Justin does that, and it yeah. clearly doesn't fix the problem. Nope. Right. And. And like, and they, it's a whole thing. We'll get into the details, but like, like bad portrayals of how kids can realistically deal with bullies has been a Power Ranger staple, mm-hmm. but this is the most they've gotten into it. And this is the yep. angriest I've gotten about it. Can um, I offer my uh, proposal for the best kids show episode about bullying? Sure. sure. Uh, that <laughs> kind of follows the, the, you know, structure that you laid out. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you I not remember that? that? He has like a. I've I've never seen an episode of SpongeBob. It was oh, after damn. my time. Well, yeah, because he has like a bully at school, uh, who just like he's a new student. He just sits down and says, "Yeah, I'm gonna beat you up." Oh, I remember that one. Uh, and he like for no good reason, and SpongeBob is terrified of him the entire episode. He goes through like every rote like solution to it. Like, he tells the teacher, and he's like, no, I can't tell you, because you'll tell him, and then I'll, he'll know I, you know, snitched. 
And the teacher assures him that she won't, and then in the next scene reveals that she totally did. And that he was just misunderstanding, and that the bully really just meant he wanted to be friends, as the bully is, like, threatening him from off camera. Uh, he, like, uh, goes, he, like, goes to the bully's house, and his dad's, like, super nice. And he's, like, tries to tell on his dad. He's like, oh, wait, no, now my son's gonna beat me up. Oh, no. God. It just runs through every possible, like... <laughs> cute like tie up for that and just none of them work wow and the resolution to it is that he's a sponge so it doesn't hurt when he gets punched and the bully just tires himself out and right. collapses in exhaustion so there's for no actual him. like no advice right. yeah. be a sponge right well, the bully collapses yeah. from exhaustion and the other students all cheer him and spongebob gives a speech about how they shouldn't because violence isn't an answer and he, like, raises his fist, like, to make a point as the teacher walks in and he gets in trouble. God. God. Yeah. <laughs> just like the moral's like, yeah, no, listen, this sucks and nothing's gonna work. You just gotta figure it out. I don't know, man. Yeah, that feels like an episode written from experience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so this is Power Rangers Turbo Season 1, Episode 12, Alarmed and Dangerous. We open on a science test, and we also open with this episode being... The final appearance of Miss Appleby. Oh, it oh. Is. damn. This is a bad way to send her out because she's terrible to she Justin sucks. in this episode. Yeah. Oh, God. This, that, that's what Appleby does like really early on. That's when I got mad. And I just was kind of yep. like, few, kind of like steaming the whole way through. But I didn't get quite as mad as Michael about any of this because I, I don't have the same kind yeah. of experiences. So I'm so usually we go into like real nitty gritty detail with all everything that happens in the episode in this podcast. Uh, some would say maybe a bit over much. Uh, I'm gonna just be skimming quickly through the scenes like this so I don't get too pissed off. The short version of this is a couple boys in the class are whispering to Justin to try and get him to give him to give them the answers on the test. They're trying to cheat, and Justin's like, "No, I'm not gonna do that." And Miss Appleby hears the three of them talking to each other and is like, hey, fuck all three of you go out into the hall. I hate that. I hate and that. Talk you know, to them. Figure out yeah. what's going on. Justin didn't do anything wrong. It's fucking awful. And it's happened the worst all part the time is, to me in school. Yeah, it's awful in an extremely realistic way because teachers do that shit all the time. Just victimize the victim as even more. And like the bullies don't yeah. give a fuck as long as the, their victim is getting hurt. They're and fine with it. Yeah. And, and she's she's also putting them alone with them. Yep. Like yeah, they're standing on the hall, and like as one would expect, they immediately threaten to beat the shit out of Justin for they, getting them in trouble and for failing to help them like, cheat. They even like physically grab him and push him against the wall and shit. Yep. Yeah. Oh, they straight up like lift Justin up by the collar of his shirt. And to be clear, this is kind of for the first time in the series. It's actually relevant that Justin skipped ahead several grades. Yep. Yeah. Because he's twelve. Oh, they're twice his size. Yeah, they're twice his size, and like, while their exact age isn't clear, these are high schoolers. Yep. As, so, like, as a gifted kid, little piece of shit that skipped the second grade, I relate to this content. This is how oh, it went. For sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, just as they're about to beat the shit out of him, like, that's our cold open. We cut to the theme song. Yep. Also, like, we kind of, we kind of glossed over it, but Cat is a teaching assistant now. I guess has that been established before? Yes, it's been. Yeah, established. that's been established. Okay. Yeah, we uh, even we though actually it's got... like super unrealistic because like we we know someone who's who's trying to become like a teacher and like it's not that easy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's it's still they come out of high school and be like, I'm a TA. Yeah. Now there is actually a little bit of setup in the previous scene because the spot where the bullies are threatening Justin, 
is right next to the fire alarm. Yeah, we do see a and nice big shot of the fire alarm with the big fire text on it, so you know what it is because it's going to be central to this episode. Yeah, uh, so we cut back to the classroom and the fire alarm goes off and Miss Appleby's like, okay, everybody outside. And Catherine is just like, well, where did Justin go? And she finds him pouting by the stairwell. And there's there's an extended thing where Justin is initially trying to cover for the bullies because they did, know did, they'll beat the shit did, out of did him. Did anyone else think that Justin pulled the alarm yes, to get away that's, from the bullies? that's what yeah. I immediately thought, is he that's... pulled it to get out of the bullies' grasp, and then he wants to like put the blame on them because he hates them and he wants them to get in trouble. I thought it was going to spiral out from there, from his lie. It's not even that. He's just Justin is actually telling on them because they actually pulled it. Well, I thought Ugh, Justin yeah. was just going to be honest and be like, they were about to beat me up and I pulled the fire alarm because yeah. that's yeah. Justin's character. But, like, it's not even also, that. It's just that the bullies did it for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, they, they also <laughs> didn't follow through on their initial threat to beat Justin up. That's why nope. it doesn't, it doesn't make any the- sense. Like, what did they do? Just like, oh, whatever. We'll just pull the alarm and get out of here instead of beating him up. Like, I don't get it, but... <laughs> yeah. Is it possible that Blue Ranger Turbo Powers... Uh, <laughs> Uh, have a latent ability we haven't known about. <laughs> Sorry. Fire like, alarms. Deflect attention towards, like, the nearest bright red object. Yeah, whenever you're <laughs> in danger and you're not morphed, just uh, the, like, fire alarm is set off wherever you are. <laughs> but the kids do pull it, like the bullies, because it's... Well, yeah, they had to... <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. So we even get mind control them in the pulling it? I don't get it. I don't know if it's mind control per se, so much as just like, yeah, that's the only reality that can exist. Okay, cool. Oh, wait, so so the turbo powers manipulate I'm saying the fate? turbo powers enabled Justin to sliders into a parallel reality, where instead of beating him up, the bullies were pulling the fire alarm. Oh my god! <laughs> Oh, I'm so mad. Fire infinite so is this stupid. episode. This is why to drift why much like it? a car into another universe. <laughs> Look, usually when you go off on these tangents, it's because you're trying to make sense of something that doesn't make sense. <laughs> we already have a perfectly logical explanation for what's happening. No, we don't. Why would they pull the alarm and not beat him up? That's what doesn't make sense. Oh, they have a low attention span. They're stupid bullies. In That's Mickey, part of them, it. Them losing interest in beating him up and pulling the alarm is still more likely than what you just <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I believe Occam's uh, razor established. It's you can more easily blame human behavior than you know freak parallel dimension accidents. Yeah, but this is teenagers with attitude, so right. I, I, I appreciate it, Luke. <laughs> it's in the bylaws. We have to go with freak parallel universe shenanigans. I'm yep. sorry, you have to. It's, we 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 signed okay, a code sure. at the start of this whole I thing. I didn't sign anything. <laughs> I'm a wild. Card. I mean, not not that you're aware of, but what? your signature is there. Um. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we get a thing where with Miss Appleby and some firefighters show up, and they're like, you know, they give the the lecture. They false showed alarms up so for- fast because it just went off. <laughs> There's immediately they're there. they're very good at their job. Is the thing. <laughs> Uh, but it's just like, yeah, that was a false alarm. Don't – and they, they give the kids the at home the speech, you know, don't set off fire alarms if there's yep. not a fire. If we yep. waste too much time on false alarms, we might be too busy when there's a real fire. And then Justin is really hesitant to snitch on the bullies, but he eventually caves and tells Miss Appleby what they did. And Catherine's like, you did the right thing. I'm not going to follow up and make sure that those guys don't beat <laughs> the shit out of you uh-huh. after school. 
oh, the the authority figures in this episode all completely drop the ball. Don't do anything to help this kid at all. It's the worst thing. Well, again, this this is the most realistic this show has ever been. Oh, yeah. Really. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, uh, but realistic, like, we... out, of, out of Catherine, it's way more annoying though, because she's literally a superhero who solves yeah. the problems of violence. She, she <laughs> knows exactly what his situation is. Like she can even yeah. like talk to him about the Power Rangers solution to his problem and she doesn't yeah. do anything to help That's him. That's the thing. Miss Appleby has been like this, like always, like we've had episodes before where, like, she blamed the wrong person for something. Like, we had an episode in the first season, I think it was the first season, where literally all the Power Rangers wound up in uh, detention for something they didn't do. Yep. Yeah. Like, that's an established thing. It really fucking sucks that Catherine is acting like this. Yep. Right. Um, I, I have a very quick fix for this episode that doesn't involve any parallel universe sliding. Oh, I yeah. mean, that sounds, that sounds like a, a boring way to do things, but sure, go ahead. All you would have to do to change it is make it so Justin is not actually threatened by these bullies because he's a fucking Power Ranger and he fights, like, piranha monsters on a weekly basis. Yeah! Like, yep. I mean, he, he does, like, there is a part in this where he, like, gets the upper hand of the bullies. I feel like he could have kicked their asses the whole time. Yeah. Right, it, it just, mm-hmm. like, make it so that instead of he's threatened by them and, like, legitimately stressed out about whether he needs to fight them, he needs to not fight them... Not because they can hurt him, but because he yeah. would hurt them. Like yeah, makes an incredible whole like thing. If he, if they, if he, if he no sells their punches with their big beefy arms, that'll reveal his Power Rangers powers, and he's worried about that. That could be exactly. the conflict. Yeah, that would be that would be fun. Make it like that episode of Superman where uh, someone tries to kill Clark Kent because of an. Uh, uh, article see, he wrote. See, it's the problem, like, the thing is, they were never going to write to be fun because this episode's entire point is to give a bad lesson. <laughs> yeah. Justin lives in a world of cardboard. Man, that's a good episode of Superman. <laughs> Can we watch Superman instead? That cartoon's Superman. good. Superman's really good. We had a we show have, that covered that. Yeah, we might have to like call up Zoe and the others and <laughs> check if yeah. that's okay because they did have a podcast covering it. <laughs> Turn the lights back on in the Watchtower. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked about Superman so much here over the years, less so recently, but like we we should get we should get around to fucking Man, covering a Superman episode. Remember when I had a bit where every episode I'd drag in Miss, Mr. Mix's Pitalik? I do remember that. I loved listening to that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you just did. You're bringing it back technically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a, there's another uh, one of our classic bits that uh, Simone kept bringing up over something that happens at the end of the episode. We'll get to it. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, can, I just, so, can I just say it's really surreal as someone who started off as a listener and is now on the show for you guys talking about all oh, this stuff we used to do. And I'm just like, yeah, I listened to that at work when I was like washing well, yeah. dishes. I loved it. Uh, <laughs> the classic bits you like, you were a fan of, like anytime I mentioned that movie, I don't like. <laughs> I mean, we did record those discussions and put them out into the world so people could hear them. I know, it's, it's, just, it's, just, it's just surreal. It's a surreal feeling. Let me just say that. <laughs> But so anyway, one of the few really truly fun things in this episode happens, which is that a small submarine periscope pops uh-huh. out of a mop bucket with extremely fake-looking foam on it that looks more like icing of some kind. It, yeah, uh, you know, if it's if your if your head isn't too <laughs> far into the gutter, it looks like icing. It does not look like cum. What the fuck up? <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't invent the memory of the periscope. 
it's weird that they used paint because it would be so easy oh, yeah. for them to just no, make no. some suds. Yep. Luke, some I foam do like would that, be fine. That, you, that you, you predicted the Periscope shit, or you remembered it, rather. Yeah. Like that, mm-hmm. right before the episode had happened. I was so worried that that was just an invented memory, and I'm so no. happy that it's real. It's, it's yeah, a legitimately it's really good. good way for diva talks to spy on them the last they kind of do it again in this episode but in the last episode they like or maybe it wasn't the last i don't remember but they tried to like vulcan skull tried to like suck on it like a straw and all they heard <laughs> they all heard like chimp noises and it like made them go like crazy because it was like super loud yeah and shit to them yeah well it happens mm-hmm. again in this episode and skull kind even of, has yeah. a line that's like oh hey it's that pipe thing again <laughs> but so uh diva talks is and this is some classic reader repulsa ass shit. <laughs> yep. Steve talks his watch is like, oh, she heard the words false, false fire alarm. alarms. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. Yes, uh, because it's it's the it's the Power Rangers' job to take out fires and to, to and all that stuff. That's their job. Yep. It's not like they can just let the, the fire. Um, fighters handle it and shit. I don't know how it's going to distract the Power Rangers at all. I mean, even if it doesn't distract the Power Rangers, mm-hmm. running the firefighters ragged is still a good evil scheme, I think. Oh, sure, but like, I think the whole reason is because they're trying to like overwork the Power Rangers and, yeah, and distract like, them. That's not, that's not even what like, the actual plan is because it turns out to be to distract the firefighters to bug their truck to turn it into a monster, but that barely yeah. factors into will, the episode. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that, but yeah. like, yeah, the Divatox is like, Send out a bunch of piranatrons, and we'll set off every fire alarm in the city once and all the time. And they'll be so busy dealing with that, they won't find out the special surprise I have for them. And by Guess everywhere what it is. in the city, I mean the juice bar <laughs> and the high school. <laughs> the school, Because yeah. <laughs> we don't see any other locations. I wonder what her special surprise could be. I have no idea. What could, I it, mean, she's, what could it possibly be? I mean, she's so unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never seen her. It's a detonator. You won't see it for very long <laughs> at any rate. But it's also not a detonator, listeners. It's both. But, <laughs> but so we cut to the uh, we cut to the gym and juice bar. Adam and Tanya are doing some Tai Chi? Question mark? They're doing like and, slow. And Adam's like, like, fuck, Tommy's hot. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so, so, yeah. Tommy is Tommy's yeah, going so nuts. There's, there's a song in that scene that, you know, Eric, you know what to do, but it's it's a pretty good, bad song. But so so Tommy's going fucking nuts on a punching bag. Yep. Two punching and, bags, yeah, in fact. We get a lot of fire puns because Adam's like, wow, he's smoking. But he doesn't just say that. He, like, he gets this like smile on his like eyebrows or ears, and I'm like, he's into Tommy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get the feeling Johnny Young Bosch actually played it with that subtext. And and Tanya's like, hey, Tommy, if you, you're, you're on fire, you need to cool off. Or you're going to burn the building down, you know? And this yeah. is nothing. It's like this scene is playing like it's part of the episode. Uh, the, this is an episode about Tommy being too angry and he has to work on it. Tommy, this is like the only scene, I think, where you see Tommy out of his suit. Except maybe he fights a little bit later on. But like he's, he's in barely a juice bar talking to, yeah. like, the monk, to, to chimps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, so the fire alarm goes off and... Uh, Jerome Stone walks in with the monkeys. He's like, hey, can you kids watch my monkeys while I go look into this fire alarm thing? <laughs> yeah. Which, it's, it's just, this show acts like that's just the normalest shit in the world. Also, it's like, 
Okay, so Stone tells everyone in the gym to evacuate, and then he lets the Power Rangers take care of the chimps, and then we're gonna see, like in a, in a minute, that no, basically nobody is evacuating. They're all still just hanging out inside the gym and juice bar, while the fire alarm is ringing. That's not. Well, I, I assume they the, the, later it's off and everyone's back in, and then it goes off yeah. again. Isn't that what happens? I, I guess they just yeah, move back it, in. it cuts off right away. Okay. But so um. We cut back to the school. Justin's taking some stuff out of his locker, and the bullies just approach him, and, and it's just like, hey, uh, it's time for us to beat the shit out of you, you little dweeboy. They call him a narc, yep, which is a, a weird... And <laughs> this is a kid's show. Kids don't fucking know what narc is. That's weird uh, choice of words. Yeah, they do. They know narc they means do? tattletale. I, okay. I didn't at the time. At well, least some kids do. It's still <laughs> a weird word to hear on Power Rangers. Yep. Uh, they also call him, and this isn't a weird word to hear in Power Rangers, but it's a weird word to hear in general. They call him a fink. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're 1930s gangsters, much like the writers of this episode. <laughs> but so, uh, yeah, they're about to beat the shit out of him. and uh, Justin pulls a fucking jackknife out of the back of his pocket and it, like, <laughs> yeah, sparks well, I think, up I think it's sizzles. Like a, it's like a taser or something that he no, made. It's, 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 it's his morpher. Oh, okay. It's the oh, it's the ignition it's the key. key to his morpher. I yeah, but it looks like he's about to like taser. zap them with yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because he's not using it like a morpher. He's ready to like stab them with his keys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's weird because like with the complicated way that they activate their morphers in this series, it's hard for them to do this shot. Yeah. Because they want to show Justin pulling out his morpher and being like, "Okay, I, I don't want to do this, but if these guys come one step closer, I'm gonna have to use my superpowers." Uh-huh. Uh, and before that can happen, uh, Catherine walks up. It's like, hey, uh, what are y'all doing? Off. Say what? The alarm goes off before Catherine walks up. But yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Sorry. But yeah, like, uh, I, I just wanted to say, like, I thought it was a taser because, like, we've seen Justin just make random devices. I assumed he made, like, a self-defense yeah. weapon. Like, <laughs> but yeah. That, that's reasonable. But, like, no, this this is just his morpher. He's yeah. about to use his superpowers uh, to escape his bullies, which is... He doesn't even this need is, to, which is weird, but yes, yeah, like... This this adds to the frustration of the episode, because, like, not only does it give you a bad lesson about, like, you know, just fucking take it when it comes to dealing with bullies, but also, like, he has the every bullied kid's fantasy mm-hmm. of he super knows karate, and he has superpowers... And magic at his disposal. He can do all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah. And like, he, he fought th- Elgar, like, unmorphed in the first episode of this yeah, season. Yeah, he, he fights, yeah. He fights like, the Protons all the time. Yeah. Unmorphed. yeah. And, and the show just reiterates that it is wrong for him to use any of those options to defend himself. Uh-huh. Because of the bullshit rules of a floating head in a tube who's not here anymore. Here's the so, thing, though. That's not even the bullshit rules of the floating head in the tube. Because, like... You're allowed to defend yourself. You just can't escalate the violence. Right. He's like he can defend. Like I feel like in season one, the Rangers defended themselves against Bulk and Skull when they were more bullish. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, that's a very good point. These guys, they're much more of a physical threat than Bulk and Skull were because Justin is tiny and they're huge. Right. But like. He knows karate, and this is a show where characters use karate to fight bullies all the time. And now we're going to pretend that's bad. Yeah, and like, and like, you 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 could argue like like some people listening might be like, "Well, Justin's a little kid," but like we said, he's fought piranatrons, which are yeah. apparently like a danger to like adults. So like, okay, all right, no, no, I I it just clicked with me why he doesn't fight them like that. Okay. It's because. Mm-hmm. 
he is a little kid, and they don't want to encourage little kids to go picking fights with people no. twice their size. Right. Well, they, they, get they don't that, want you. But it still yeah. sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we. So yeah. So Catherine, you know, basically talks to them and and chases off the bullies, and we cut to the gym and juice bar, and Bulk is serving Tanya, Adam, and Tommy drinks, and they just have this conversation of like, man. I can't believe how human these things seem. It's almost like they're trying to tell us something. <laughs> and we get, you know, ADR of Bulk and Skull being like, please, it's us. Mother of God, we don't want to be monkeys anymore. Please, I'm someone man, help us. I'm a man. I'm a man. I have no mouth and I must scream. <laughs> and and Tanya's like, oh, I bet I know what they want and gives mm. them a tip, uh-huh. which – uh, Stone walks up and wait, confiscates wait, because he's a happens, wage thief. Yeah, he is a wage thief. Before that, I, I really like they got the perfect shot of the monkey for that because he's like, oh, great, and like the monkey looks like almost looks like he's rolling his eyes, and it was just like I'm I, that's not the skill, that's like pure luck, but it looks really good. Now, but if yes. you think about it. Okay. Stone is a wage thief, and it yes. looks, sucks. I mean, I was gonna say mm. try to. Get out of your mind the thought that these are Balkan Skull, which none of the characters know. Do you think someone who who is like a street performer who has a monkey and sends the monkey to collect like donations from people and then takes them and doesn't give a salary to the monkey is that person <laughs> a wage thief? That person's probably breaking some like exotic pets laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That aside, um, and yes, I think he's a wage thief. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing to is, this is a question, special situation because what do chimps? do with money well here's what i was gonna say well, okay you probably learn to buy shit they, all right honestly. if you think about mm. it bulk and skull can still communicate with one another they can they have the motor skills to do a simple job like this if they can convince somehow lieutenant stone to put them on the payroll like do they really need to turn back to humans yes because they don't want to be monkeys. That's enough reason. I, I'm, I'm sure the the labor regulations on gar, are going to look in the book and say, nothing says an animal can't be an employee. Yeah. Also give them benefits. Like, I'd well, want to so, be a like, human again. Them. But I don't Kay. know if they would. Okay, okay, Luke. Yeah? Some of us have, like, gender dysphoria for being in, like, the wrong body. I'm well, pretty sure. sure they're having, like, species dysphoria. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Like, if it's actually oh, God, happened. I hope Species Dysphoria is the name of the episode now. Um, <laughs> but, like, he's got them working as employees. Everyone is aware. Like, they're talking. Like, the dialogue that they just had is talking about how weirdly human these animals are. They know that there's something special going on with these monkeys. Yeah. Like, it's like Tanya tried to tip one of them. Like, it's very clear that Stone should not be pocketing this money because it's not for him. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks so much. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, shoot, I forget. What is it that makes the Rangers leave? Uh, I guess it's another fire alarm going off. Uh, but so a periscope comes out of one of the buckets of water, uh, that's on the counter because they have buckets of water now in case of fire because it's the theme of the episode. I I, I do like this one part where like they're, they're wondering why the fire alarms are going off and like some Adam says diva talks and then Tommy says not her style and then Tanya says d doesn't have any style, and I love that. Because <laughs> it's so That's a great true. dunk, but also, on the <laughs> other hand, I, I wish he'd have said, but it's not a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, so the periscope comes out of the, the water bucket, and, and Bulk and Skull start playing with it again, and on the other end, we see Elgar 
trying to operate the periscope, but because of what's going on on the other end, yeah. it moves around a lot and oh, knocks him around. After, and well, it, I said it happened after. Sorry, I got confused. That's fine. Uh, it like it, it literally doesn't matter. Uh, but yeah, so he gets he gets beat up by a, the handle on a periscope, and uh, we cut back to the gym and juice bar, and then the fire alarm goes off. And uh, Detective Stone says something about like we have to take every alarm seriously, even if it might yep. be a false alarm. That's the, so. That's the other lesson of this episode, I guess. It's about fire alarm safety, even though it's also yeah. way more about bullying. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. But the the gag is that like Bulk throws a bucket of water on Stone, and he says, uh-huh. "I wish they didn't take me so literally." Boing, boing. Do you think? Do you think maybe it's Bulk and Skull are taking every opportunity they can? To fuck with, Bulk yes. and, with with Lieutenant Stone. Yes. And anytime they have plausible deniability, that's like, hey, we're just stupid monkeys. Yep. <laughs> yep. I mean, they gotta get back at them somehow. I keep stealing their wages, but like, um, I I also really like about this scene that actually, and by like, I don't like it is that Tommy gives uh Jerome a towel, which is presumably his sweat towel. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he was so exercising fun. with that towel. That <laughs> towel is is that towel that is reeks gross. of Oliver. Do not use that stone. <laughs> But yeah, so the Rangers figure out basically that like, yeah, this seems suspicious. It's probably Diva Talks. We should go look into it. Uh, we cut to the submarine and Elgar is just playing with a katana uh-huh. and making samurai noises. Oh, it's folded a thousand times. He got it at the mall. It's the, <laughs> the, he was while while you were space pirating, he was learning the ways of the blade, etc., etc. <laughs> It's great because like it's it's not the same kind of subtle background gag he usually gets, but like nothing else is said about this. There's no explanation. It's not, it's for not why even it's thematically happening. appropriate for the episode. Yeah, like the 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 other characters only acknowledge it in so far as Divatox tells him to stop. Like no one takes the sword from <laughs> I mean, him or tells him not to correct. be a samurai. That, that's how it, it's <laughs> kind of perfect that samurai. he's just being a fuck a fuckhead with the sword. She just walks in and goes, "Don't do that. Bye. Stop it. Okay." <laughs> Let's do something else now. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Porto has beat uh, has uh, has built a detonator, and this one is shaped like a fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. And uh, the idea is they're gonna like take and hide it on a fire truck. Because mm-hmm. I love this you know, prop because it's just like one of those timers you get at a dollar store, or, like <laughs> hastily spray painted red and then put on a fire. Uh, Real quick. Thing, Diva I can't talks. think of the word You're, right now. Uh, fire extinguisher. About about her plan. The plan is to plant a fire extinguisher on a fire truck. The place where the fire extinguishers are routinely checked and maintained, instead <laughs> of just putting it anywhere else where no one ever looks at them. Well, to be fair, she puts it on one that's leaving a scene of an alarm. For sure, and it doesn't take very long, mm. and the, it's to turn the truck into a monster. I get all that. It's just we'll, we'll get to that. It's, it's not it's the most conspicuous place to hide one. Uh, so we cut to uh, Justin and Catherine having an incredibly aggravating heartfelt talk as they yeah. walk past some water in a park somewhere. And this is where Catherine gives the bog standard. It's like, you can't fight back against bullies. Try to turn them into a friend. That always works. Yep. And she's like, and, and Justin's like, do you really, I don't really think they want to be friends. And she's like, sure they do. And he's like, I, they have a weird way of showing it. And the fact that all they've ever said to me is threats. 
Like, what the <laughs> yeah, fuck? Yeah, he's on the yeah, money. Have you tried like, pulling it's, out it's, your Pokemon card deck and offering them a game when they threaten <laughs> you with physical fuck violence? Off, cat. Yeah. If, if you just be nice to them, eventually they'll be your friend. Just... Just take it on the chin and and then don't don't fight back. Just tell the teacher and vote blue no matter who, and it'll uh-huh. all be fine. <laughs> Justin, <laughs> violence doesn't solve okay. anything, but we solve it all the time. It's fine. Just shut the fuck up, Justin. <laughs> it's only okay to keep aliens or wizards or robots, but not like people who are actually, you know, bull- those bullies might actually be more evil than the space monsters they fight. It's like yeah, well, two- I mean, yeah, because like. That's the thing is like if 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 he had said that and she said that it could be a good show he could be like but we fight people all the time and she's like well we can't reason with them they're just trying to hurt us and he just looked at her and be like yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> what that they're doing some people are like that <laughs> yeah, it so, should uh, just be like Justin you know you could kick their asses but come on you can't you'll kill them <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're a superhero you have to be careful about this kind of thing that. Man, Luke, you're right. That would be so much better of an episode. Yeah. If, like, he was having to pretend to be intimidated by them. It could get really funny or, and fun. Or, or good action go, scenes out of you that. Know. You could go Jackie Chan style, where he just keeps dodging them. That'd be so good. Yeah. <laughs> he also, like, his best friends are the Power Rangers. Just next time they threaten him, just call them to morph in and go, hey, leave our friend alone. But and that's like, using it for your own games. <sighs> What Come I on. want, mm-hmm. what I want, is the fucking uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man scene where he fights back initially and knocks the bully over with one punch. Uh-huh. And he's like, "Oh, uh oh, uh-huh. that's yeah. not good." <laughs> he's just horrified by his own power. Yep. There's yeah, a really absolutely. good Spider-Man story where he like really fucks up a random burglar, and he's just like, "Ah, oh, shit! I gotta control this shit." That's fu- I could have killed that guy. It's a really good story. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, speaking of fighting monsters, they uh, they see some piranatrons setting off one of the fire alarms because there's just an outside fire alarm in this park. Question mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're just like, "Hey, you you fucking mm-hmm. fish robots, get over here! We're gonna fight and, you!" And then and then we see Justin kick an adult side <laughs> person's ass. Yep. <laughs> yeah. These people don't watch their own show because, like, sandwiched between two scenes of Justin saying he's worried about being beaten up by bullies is a scene of him completely clowning on some alien monsters. <laughs> it's just yeah. Th- these bad. things are. I think they're machines. I'm genuinely not sure sometimes, but like, yeah, he he and Catherine effortlessly beat them. They turn the fire alarm off, and they're like, "Okay, Chronotrons are doing this. We better head to the uh, uh, power chamber and get this sorted out." And they teleport away, and we cut to some firefighters uh, pulling up to the scene of what is probably another false alarm. Yeah. Uh, and as they leave the fire truck, Elgar and Rygog, and we actually get a lot of Rygog in this episode, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Show up at the fire truck well, and they just plant this uh, <laughs> fake fire extinguisher on it. I like that they like you see the front of the fire truck and there's like a black strip of tape on it. They clearly borrowed the fire trucks from like a town that was around there and just like put some tape over the name of the town that's on the truck. Yeah, they definitely there's definitely a flimsy sign on the side. Like you can see it yep. draping off the the cover of the wheel there yep. that says Property of Angel Grove. Like it's clearly not painted on oh, the yeah. truck. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this bomb is set, and surprisingly, it's actually set for a fairly short amount of time, which is definitely not Divatox's MO, but there mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have all the rangers in the command center 
being like, hey, uh, Demetria, why, why is Divatox messing with the alarms? And this is kind of one of the better examples of her shtick working. Because uh, she just says, like, are you confused by what she's doing? <laughs> and, th- and they're like, yeah, kind of. This is really confused. And then she says... Do you think that is not why she what uh, the something? I'm paraphrasing here, but it's it's something along the lines. She basically yeah. says like, "Isn't that what she wants you to th- feel?" And like, oh, right, well, she's so in chaos. It's, I just read it again. It's really wordy and stupid. It's like, um, is this not exactly the state that Eva talks refers you to be in? <laughs> That's like oh. really wordy. I don't. It's stupid. <laughs> Listen, when I say this is one of the better examples of her shtick, I don't mean it's good. I just mean it's less I, bad I think than it's, usual. It's worse because it's less like a riddle and more just like saying exactly what she means, but as questions. <laughs> yeah, but the Rangers just decide like, yeah, we should fan out and try and find wherever it is she's set up because it's Diva Talk, so there's probably a detonator out there somewhere. Yeah, uh, and instead of morphing and going on the hunt as Power Rangers. They all just kind of go about their business, yep. and we cut to Justin walking around the park in a backpack, and he sits down, and, of course, the bullies walk up, and this is where we get the scene where they start, you know, talking shit, and he's like, come on, guys, not right now, I'm busy with something, and this guy's about to beat Justin up, and Justin, like, like he shoves Justin down onto the bench, and we got a, like, really great Justin angry face, uh, and this guy's about to punch him, and... Uh, Justin ducks out of the punch, reverses, pins the guy down, and is about to deck him in the face. Yeah, yeah, and, and he freaks the fuck out of the other dude. Like, there's yeah, two you, guys you, here. You, you get the impression Justin was about to completely bash his skull in. Like, it was gonna be, like, <laughs> red paste and nothing left of him like, in one gets, punch I'm, there. I'm yeah. surprised they chased him after this because he, he looked... They yeah. were so scared looking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, here's, <laughs> yeah, here's one of the many stupid things about this. Like, here's the thing. Even though he didn't swing... Like, he already fucking dodged the guy's punch in reverse. And I'm like, he's, like, clearly Justin is not afraid of them. Clearly I he is ready to scrap. I thought this was going to end. And that was it. Like, <laughs> yeah, they should be like, oh, oh, this kid can actually fight back. We should probably not bother <laughs> with this anymore. We should run after him and murder him for real now, which is what happens. And he ends up climbing into a tree to hide from them. And he's standing on a branch. And the branch is kind of weak anyway. This is... This chase sequence is really extended. Like, yep. this is the... Him hiding in a tree from the bullies is, is the longest action scene of the episode. Yeah, so that's boring. another thing about, about Michael was saying, was like, this is, like, most of the episode is this. We see so much of it, it's hard for us to, like, even buy the stupid school thing and becomes just irritating because like yeah. there's this so much time dedicated to it. Like this didn't need this to be here. The... Like they what should have happened was as soon as they were like, oh it's Diva Talks, they morph and they fight. That's what a normal episode would do. Yep. But they did and then you could have had that the last scene and it would have made more sense because they never actually get into a physical altercation and maybe the guy was all talk or whatever, right? But like this this didn't need to be here. This whole scene we take it yep. out. <laughs> so, this is by, a, by the way, this the, is a complete. The, sorry, the, I was gonna say this is a complete reversal from how this usually works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because usually the school problem is the B plot, mm-hmm. and the monster problem is the main plot. But this is the other way around. Divatox is almost a non-issue. Yeah, the the monster of the week is only in this episode for a minute and a half. He and it's it not hasn't even showed a up yet. The week. It's like, like. I'll get to it, but like the, yeah. the monster of the week is man. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's so true. 
Yep. Uh, but yeah, so Justin is about to fall out of the tree. Yeah, and, like, the, and the branch. Like, he could fucking die from this fall. It's a really far fall. Oh, yeah. And like, Justin could have died for trying to do what Kat said to do, which doesn't right. point that out. Yeah. Uh, it's probably, it, like, in real life with the way they're filming it, it's probably not actually that big a fall, but oh, the camera sure. angles it make it seem like it he's look really, really high up big. in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so. Catherine basically gives him a lecture. It's like, I can't believe you teleported away so you didn't hit the ground and break both your yeah, legs. They haven't seen you use your like, powers. Like, Simon's been saying, like, oh, you can use the Power Rangers. Like, there's, I, I get why they can't do that because of the whole, like, you can't use it for yourself thing. But this is not using it for his own gain. Like, this is saving his your own life gain from gravity. His, I was going to say, his own gain is just, like, surviving. <laughs> yeah, apparently it is. <laughs> but, so, yeah. So basically, uh, they detect that there's a, a, a detonator. It's like, oh, hey, we need to look for a detonator. And we found it, and it's on this fire truck. And Divatox is watching it through a periscope, and like, it's there's 30 seconds left on it, and she tells Porto, Elgar, and Rygod to go out there and be ready to to start some shit once the detonator goes off and chaos reigns. And they head out. And they each teleport in a different way, which it I think is always a fun thing when Power Rangers does that, when each of the monsters has their own yeah. bespoke teleport animation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Divatox, like, turns to the periscope and starts counting down from ten. And this was weirding me out because I was like, wait, she's counting down from ten already and the Rangers aren't out there. Uh-huh. They had to stop this at the last second, like, because this is Power Rangers. <laughs> Clearly the ten seconds is going to be right. longer than ten actual seconds, so they probably still have plenty of time. But there's going to stop it because... It's a bomb, right? They're not going to blow up a fire truck. That's what detonator means. Right, yeah. The last couple That's detonators that actually means. went off were yeah. bombs, right? We just realized uh, how many 12 episodes into the season that those bombs were actually a monster creation thing? They even though, she, though. We, because, yeah, we, yeah like, we've had a couple that actually exploded, though. God. Like, the one in the boxcar exploded. The, uh, uh, what was the other one? There was another one that went off. Oh, the one that uh, Demetrius' friend was holding? That went off. That was a bomb. Up until this point, the detonators have either we didn't see what they did, or they were bombs. And this one... Yep. It, it turns the fire truck into a monster? Yep. It does okay. that. It can fly? So it's time to go to the Car Ranger Garage. Pit stop at the Car Ranger Garage. So this is the first episode of Car Ranger this footage is from. Uh, it's when the the um the the bad guys first show up, and that's why like that's why like Rygog's in this so much is because like usually Rygog's character is the big bad who doesn't get involved with the fighting. He just sends people down. So that's why we haven't seen him a lot. Um, but they actually get a chance to have him out face the Rangers here because it's the first episode where he shows up, and their whole thing is they just turn a bunch of cars evil. Mm-hmm. And they start flying around and, like, crashing into people and shit. So this is just, like, one of the many cars they take down. Or, like, at least, like, this might be the only... I, it's been a while since I saw the episode, but, like, not much happens there. They just, yeah. There's no monster of the week. It's just the bad guys show up, make some cars evil. They become a team and all that stuff. Okay. Uh, we actually get a pretty... Before we see it turn into a monster, will we see, like, this flash of light... 
Uh, and we get a shot of of the firefighters in the driver's seat, in the passenger seat, <laughs> screaming as something happens to them. <laughs> and as this turns into <laughs> into a monster, like they're still in there. So yep. for a moment, it, it and fe- let's it, be clear, it's not like a monster suit. It's like it's like a demonic looking fire truck. <laughs> yep. I guess yeah. it's like there was a season one or two episode with a like a taxi monster that Kimberly was stuck in. Am I remembering that right? But that became an yeah, actual yeah. monster, though. Yeah. This is like. Yeah, this is just an evil fire truck, basically. Yep. It's yeah, got like a I face, said, there's, there's tons like... of like evil different cars in like uh, in, the, in the car ranger episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so uh, the rangers they actually morph right before the bomb goes off, which makes this extra hilarious because it really does feel like they get there like just a moment too late, <laughs> it, and then it, it and then really the is drivers shocking die. watching the show and expecting it to explode and then that happens. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So evil flying fire truck goes around. We uh, we're in Sentai footage now. The Rangers hop on it and catch a ride. This fire truck is smashing through buildings and exploding and knocking over water towers, mm-hmm. and it's knocking the Rangers off and they're falling into into the street and there's a lot of burning rubble like you, you see is, it smashing through a building where japanese people are working inside the building it's, yeah we haven't one yeah. of the one of those shots in a while but there's one this is one of my favorite things that we really only get in the sentai footage and never on the american side of things and that is a, a fucking downtown of a city getting really fucked up yep. and on fire yeah yep. like it's brutal shit. This is this is maybe one of the things I'm I'm missing most from the fact that the last couple seasons have shifted to more uh, American footage than Japanese one is we're yeah. really missing this stuff now. Yeah. Uh, so we get a shot of of Porto Rygog and Elgar hanging around very briefly. They don't fight or anything. We just see them run away. Yep. I guess this is the end of their fight scene in the Sentai. Uh, Emily, I have a question for someone who's watched the episode of the Sentai. What the fuck is this thing that Elgar's riding <laughs> as like he disappears? With a potion inside of it or something. Oh, uh, let's see here. We see the shot. It's like I some know, kind I, of I bottle? Mean, yeah, he, he rides the thing around in the Sentai. I don't know what it is. What is it? <laughs> I'm not sure. It's just it's just a little ball thing he rides. It's, it's okay. like one Nothing of those, in, you it's know... It's not named. <laughs> like, you don't go into it. There's no scene where he's like, this is my rider. <laughs> you know, like, it's just a thing he rides. I don't know. Okay, so, uh, so he, he, he rides on some kind of jug and <laughs> floats around. Uh, Rygog, like, has a stick with some tassels on it that he swings around. I don't know what to do with that is. Uh, and Porto could just fly. Yep. He just does that. He's just flying. He doesn't do that a lot in the Sentai. I, I don't remember that happening much, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he never does in the American side of things. But anyway, so Elgar and Porto fucking disappear, and Rygog's left behind for a second. He's like, hey, wait. Oh, they just left me behind. Well, later, Rangers. I'm out of here. And, <laughs> and then because this is all five of them pull out their pistols and shoot the truck once, and it's dead now. It's over. Yeah. Because it's the first episode of the Sentai, so they yep. don't have any Zords or anything yet. They don't have their cool shit. They just have their basic red pistols. Um, but yeah, they really quickly take care of this fire engine because they blow it up. And it actually, it doesn't return to normal. The fire truck's just gone, but all the firefighters are on the street and <laughs> yeah. okay now. Yeah. Let me let me check. the. Okay, what if they the... just fucking murdered the fire truck? <laughs> They just, they just shoot it down, and they're like, they fall out of it, like, burned and singed and rubble everywhere. Well, I mean, they're totally mm. fine, is the thing. Like, the firefighters are... just... Why? The, the, <laughs> like, so the, the fire truck turns into a monster at 17 minutes, 8 seconds, and it is dead at... Let me check. Just a second. 
Uh, this is... Oh, wait, hang on. 18 minutes? Yeah. Sorry, hang on. 18.08. It's about exactly one minute that this monster is in yeah, the that, episode. That, <laughs> the fire truck missile exists for exactly one minute of yep. airtime. Oh, like, what a glorious minute it is. I love this fire <laughs> it's, truck. It's the best <laughs> minute of this episode, by far. It's real good. Yeah, it's not even close. Uh, so we cut to the submarine, and uh, Divatox is yelling at everybody. He's like, okay, let me get this straight. The fire alarm plan initially worked. The rangers were distracted and discombobulated. Uh Uh, Well, yeah. And the detonator went off as planned. (laughs) Yeah. And then you three went down there and immediately everything went to shit. (laughs) In their defense, they just shot the truck. It was like the truck was a a fucking Hindenburg. It was, you know, one spark (laughs) and it went off. (laughs) What's... What's the best part of this, though, is that Elgar tries to make a joke. He's like, come on, it was a hot monster. You know, get it like a fire truck, like hot, fire, sizzling. And Divatox calls back to the movie and is like, speaking of hot, do you remember Moranthius? Oh, God. And Elgar's like, no, come on, my skin is still real fucked up from the last time I went to the lava. And and Divatox is like, throw him back in there, like, uh, Piranatrons, grab him and throw him back into the lava pit. And... This is a weird offhand explanation for why the monster costume changed between the movie and the show, uh-huh. because he yells, no, please, I don't want my nose to change a different color again. <laughs> a really weird side effect of being thrown in a volcano. Yeah. That's, I don't get that. I mean, yeah. who, who knows about Elgar's, you know, uh, <laughs> His species physiology. reacts differently than our yeah. own. His species are whatever's going on, because according to Fabi, this is Rocky from the future. Right, and according to me, it's Andrew from Star Fox, so I guess it's also from the future. Not, not, now I have to like assume that Elgar is some kind of Time Lord that has a really small amount of regeneration where only the color of his nose changes between each incarnation. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so to wrap up, the, the main... That was the subplot, was the superhero shit. <laughs> Time for the main plot. We cut back to the school. Justin's running down the stairs, and only one of the bullies is there. Uh, and the bully's like, Hey, nerd... I'm going to be nice to you and give you a five second head start. And Justin's like, I'm not running. And then the boy says, well, you're going to fight. He's like, I'm not fighting you either. He's like, what the fuck are you going to do? Tell your mom and dad on me. And this is the worst bully God. plot resolution thus far, yes. because Justin just looks off in the middle distance and says, both of my parents are gone. <laughs> yep. And the bully also <laughs> looks off in the middle distance and says, I haven't seen my dad in two years. Yeah. The, the ambience of a scene changes so fast that it's like comedic. Yeah. It like flips a switch and there's like also, 30 seconds. It made me laugh so hard. Like he's like it's it's like it's like the, the camera angle change, Justin says like they're not around anymore. And then it's like sad music and it pans out and you hear, yeah. And then Reggie is all like, I haven't seen my, my dad my... in two years. Yep. And now, Stinks, now that we it? relate on this extremely superficial level, we're best friends now, I guess. Yeah, like, and, and like, I thought of the same thing, Sivan. Yep. But you Save posted... Martha. This is Save Martha. This is it's Batman a... v Superman. It's, 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 yeah, it's exactly the same. <laughs> It's it's like someone flips a switch and suddenly we have a different genre of show for the last 30 seconds yep. of the episode. The camera work changes, the acting changes, just everything changes and it's so bad. But yeah, the boy's like, I haven't seen my dad in two years. And Justin's like, it stinks, doesn't it? And the boy's like, yeah, I remembered then, that I have and emotions sit, and things now. They just start sitting down together. 
Yeah. They sit on the stairs and they're just like, I'm sorry, dude. I had to tell you I couldn't tell a lie. And the bully says, yeah, I guess I would have done the same thing because no, it's the end of a Power Rangers episode and I'm nice now. And also, you know, Justin's apologizing to the bully at this point. Yep. How is that a resolution? He offers to help the bully study so that he can take the test for real next time. And the bully takes him up on his, on his offer. And I want to die. This is the... <laughs> Fuck this what you episode. don't see though is Justin runs into the other bully and the bully just kicks his ass. Yep. Yeah, he that's the, the other thing. He hasn't actually resolved anything with the other bully. He hasn't right. system mm. systematically helped anything with the fact that these guys are bullies because what's to stop them from bullying someone else? They just stop bullying this one kid because he doesn't have parents either. That's that's the worst. The the other bully shows up and he's like, "Wait, I don't have my parents around." And he's like, Okay. <laughs> like, okay. My parents are waiting for me in the car. My dad might come out and beat you up now. So there you go. It's and it's frustrating because like I know that there's much more like truly egregious shit the show has done. The show has been racist and homophobic and transphobic ableist. and sexist mm-hmm. and ableist and all kinds of really horrible shit. But this was the episode that like really brought up a bunch of like just pent up repressed yeah it was just like decades of repressed anger for me personally it, it hit it hit home more for you and you yep. have the actual trauma about it so yeah of course yeah this is the and it just yeah this is this episode does victim blaming this is probably the first episode in this franchise that has done that so that's why it's so fucking frustrating probably not i i'm bet if we went back and dug through the archives we could find another episode yeah. or two that did yeah. that but like this is just the most and and the frustrating thing is, this isn't Power Rangers being weird or incompetent because it's Power Rangers. It's Power Rangers being weird and incompetent because this is a lesson that a million kids shows have hammered home yep. time and time well, and time again. Well, it's the again. lesson they taught us in school. Like, that yeah. was, like, the whole zero tolerance policy thing. Like, if you fight back, you're in just as much trouble as the kid who yep. attacked you. Yeah. Just they tell you just to tell the adults and they'll take care of it and no they won't. Yeah, but uh, it's it's frustrating. It's really frustrating, especially because Power Rangers has had like I mean they kind of fucked it up in a later episode, but it's had an episode where like with Tanya on the baseball team where the guy who is an asshole just turns out to be an asshole and she just ends her relationship with him, and that was a pretty good lesson actually. Sure, but then they decided to like not do that anymore. Apparently, uh, in a recent episode of Beast Morphers, they did the same thing, where they had an early episode in the season where someone was a piece of shit, and mm-hmm. the end of the lesson was end of the episode was just like, "Yeah, some people you can't get through to. It's fine. It's whatever it happens." And oh, then, yeah. like no, in a more recent episode, yep, that, yeah, that's they brought the, back and- the most recent episode, and she's still a piece of shit. Well, I mean, now she's just incompetent, and like she gets shit for it, but. <sighs> Yeah, the, so that that first episode I thought was actually good for Power Power Rangers because they recognized that a bad person was just a bad person, and no, they just like the 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 the, the good guys give her a second chance and she fucks up again and ugh, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. Sorry, we kind of sped through this one, folks, but like. There was a lot of stuff we didn't really want to go super into detail yeah, on. I mean, but... The episode didn't deserve a long episode of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, a bullying but... story. Yeah, go for it. Uh, like I said, I was this little gifted kid piece of shit that skipped second grade. Uh, and I was at a Christian school. And I was just bullied relentlessly by these third graders that hated this dumb baby who was in their class now. Um, mm. 
Ah, well, it's whatever. Who cares? Um, but uh, I remember. I don't know if I told the teacher or whatever. If my I told my parents and they told the school. I just remember the principal of this Christian school being like, well, why didn't you fight back and defend yourself? And I told her, well, <laughs> Jesus says turn the other cheek. And uh-huh. I just fucking like dropped the mic on that dumb principal and <laughs> like moonwalked out of her office. I mean, great, no, I didn't. great line. But that like, man was <laughs> Albert Einstein. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that's a great line and everything, but also they're right. You should just beat him up. <laughs> well, I mean, also they didn't ever like physically attack me or anything. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, are y'all ready for some questions? I know we sure. didn't really take a break at any point in this episode, but I mean, yeah. whatever. Okay. Uh, so if you'd like to send some questions to the show, at TeensWithTude on Twitter, uh, TeensWithTude at gmail.com is the email, and the Facebook group is Teenagers with Attitude. I got some questions right here as we journey to the planet Inquirus. Uh, let's go from at Witsuwaru. What do you use as an alarm in the morning to wake up? Does just one work? My phone. Uh, yeah, I just use my phone. Yeah, I yeah we use our phone. Um, I use Cassie's phone typically because when I was working, we were working like s- pretty similar shifts. So I would just wake up with her, and then yeah, I have, the alarm I use with the phone. I have two alarms on my phone. I don't need to be up until six, but like at six, I need to like roll out of bed and go. And I don't trust myself to do that, so I have a second alarm at 5.30 to, like, wake me up, and then I either just fuck around on my phone or go back to sleep for a half hour until the other alarm goes off. I do a lot of snooze buttoning. Like, a lot, a lot of snooze buttoning. My alarm tends to go off the first time, like, half an hour before I actually get out of bed Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. Uh, I'm pretty bad about that. Yeah, usually my kids are in my room right before my alarm rings anyway, so it's not like I have much of a choice to get up at that time, but yeah. Okay. Um, from at Chinchy McChilla, our Who's usual host, Zach. Yeah. What uh, an asshole. He says, God, yeah, butt sticking us <laughs> with this episode. Uh, we love you, Zach. What's the worst you've ever slept through an alarm? Oh, Oh fuck! Work. I can't think of anything times. like it's definitely happened, but I can't think of any like work. I don't know, like time it, it where it's been like a disaster. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like I wasn't great, and like I was panicky, but my boss was like pretty chill for like who they are. I guess they're not great. Mm-hmm. They weren't great, but like I don't know. They probably just like yeah, well, don't fucking do it again, and like, and they probably gave me a lecture, but that's about it. Like I wasn't fired, so okay. Um, from at Pidmon, uh, what's your favorite superhero parody? And yes, this is solely based on, uh, the word dangerous in the title of the episode, activating the Darkwing Duck parts of my memory. Wait, mm. what? <laughs> so, uh... Let's get dangerous. Oh. She, she saw the, t- the title of the episode was Alarmed and Dangerous, uh-huh. and it made her think of Darkwing Duck. That's great. And so her question is, what's your favorite superhero parody? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. Uh... Well, I'm having a hard time thinking of many. I mean, I really yeah. like Darkwing Duck, but I mean, Darkwing like, Duck is good. Um, I mean, yeah, if Darkwing Ducks counts as a parody, like that's pretty oh yeah, good. Darkwing Duck is absolutely a parody of like they, they parod- parodied like specific like trends in the comics industry at the time and stuff like that. Like the uh, the little Spider Man thing. I ones. like I like Booster Gold. I guess does he count? He's I don't think he counts as a parody. No. 
the uh, the Amazon Tick show is pretty good. Yeah, I should Tick's, watch that. Tick's yeah, Tick. I'll say Tick. Tick yeah. is really good. I don't know about the, I don't know about the new one, but the cartoon was really good. The new one is good. You should check out the new one. The reason I'm a little hesitant about Darwin Duck is like it's it's a thin line between like a superhero parody and just a comedy about superheroes. Yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Have you heard I've, of I've... Deadpool, everyone? He's, He's not so a par- funny. He's kind of a parody, I guess. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Who's, who's Deadpool? He like okay so so okay okay imagine like he's Spider Man but he, okay. he says fuck and he <laughs> likes to fuck unicorns and he says chimichangas mm-hmm. sometimes Wait, oh, he and like, also he like he breaks the fourth wall he breaks the fourth okay. wall mm-hmm. okay okay so what's the funny part he's very irreverent he says taco a lot uh huh right you're okay. just talking more details about him I was asking what the funny part is. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's, that's supposedly he gets, the funny part. He, get, he gets, like, his hands blown up, and then there's a tiny hand, and it grows back, and it's kind of gross. And he, say, he says, like, I'm not even going to say it. It's a gross joke. It's gross. Don't. But, like, um, I, I played Marvel's Capcom 3, and there's a whole scene with Deadpool in it, and it's all about tacos. And, like, if it was just that, I'd be, like, cool. But then, like, for the next two levels, he just keeps talking about tacos, and it's, like, who thought this was funny? Yeah, that's, is there, that's the thing uh, is that like <laughs> Deadpool can have good jokes. It's just that Deadpool fans and people who are bad at writing Deadpool tend to just give him always the same jokes, and that's no good. I thought that first Deadpool movie was fine, not especially good, but fine. Oh, I, I actually like Deadpool one and two. The movies they're competently made, well written, and pretty funny movies, all told. But I just it's it's the situation. It's like the Rick and Morty thing where the fans kind of ruin it for everyone by being too into it. Didn't um speak speak of Marvel versus Capcom, didn't MVC three have Deadpool have like a super move where he like picks up part of the game UI and hits yeah. somebody with it? Yeah, he beats you up with like he grabs his health bar and swings it like a yep. club. That's cute. Pretty funny. Yeah. Chimichangas. Yeah. Yep. Uh all right, from uh, at Alistair Nguyen, uh, how well would the Power Rangers handle coronavirus and social distancing and such? Uh, <sighs> they would wow. beat it with a bunch of goody two shoes. I can't imagine them having much trouble with it. This, they do the, wear like full body suits yeah, and helmets. Their helmets has to protect them. They just have to remember to morph when they're isolated at home, and I don't know, wash, take a shower after they're done, and. They go back home. I when they unmorph, their suit goes away, and I assume that if the virus was on them, it goes away with it. I don't know. It's hard to apply, but yeah, it would probably be fine. I mean, it would. Would it be better or worse for the bad guys to invade while everyone is socially distancing? I mean, they could get the virus. Yeah, it would be bad for them. I mean, them. could it could it jump to alien species? But they're human, uh, like most of the bad guys. Well, not most, but the leading bad guys are humans, so they could presumably catch it. Like Divitox and Rita and Zed might. Oh, Zed's Zed's in big trouble. He doesn't even have skin. No, he doesn't have skin or an immune system. So yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Is- he has an immune system. <laughs> you think? Wait, yeah. Are you sure? I mean, the skin is kind of the first layer of the immune system if you get down to it. I, well, I mean, he has a compromised one, but he's yeah. got, like, white blood cells. <laughs> he I looks assume. mostly red to me. I don't know. Is he too evil to have white blood is this, cells? 
We don't. Even, we can't even be sure he has blood. His muscles are exposed, and he has pipes in him. It's fluid. and like, fluids and stuff go through. I don't know if that's right. blood. Does I don't know. Lord Zed. Help me, Ranger Wiki. Tell me if Lord Zed has white blood. So. God, what if he like, <laughs> like, what if they showed him getting off of his chair, and just like, on the chair is just blood? That would because be gross. Just, like, <laughs> I think we've talked about this before. Like, he's basically a meat man, so he would leave like meat juice. Yeah, he's like super meat boy. <laughs> Ugh. Just leave uh, a smear everywhere. Someone, somebody mods Super Meat Boy so you play as like a tiny square Lord Zed, please. <laughs> um, also from Alistair, uh, also has anybody ever pulled the fire alarm at your school? Yes. So I, I was going to mention this earlier, but uh, I'll just mention this because Tank Hammer has almost exactly the same question. But so yeah, just like yeah, the... have any stories about fire drills on school or false alarms? Um, he's had a few experiences having to stand outside at his ex's dorm in winter with no coat because someone set the fire alarm off. She was the RA at the time, and thankfully, they didn't get busted. Mm-hmm. So, when I was in secondary school, which is, you know, Quebec high school, uh, there was like a kind of, like, th- there was a trend, like, people kept pulling the fire alarm, and the way it worked in my school is it, it, it would immediately ring, like, a tone in the whole school, but we're supposed to wait it out until it started ringing faster, and then it was the signal to evacuate, because I guess they needed to ascertain that it was a real alarm before they called for evacuation, but, like, two times a day every day for a couple months it happened all the time, and I don't... Like, I'm pretty sure a couple times it went to the fast alarm, and they had to go on the intercom and say, no, it's actually a false alarm, please don't evacuate. It's, it was bad. It, they said they certainly didn't call the fire people every time, like the way we see in this episode. I don't think that they ever came for one of those alarms. I don't know. All right. Yeah. I got um. It. And I don't have any question. stories. <laughs> <laughs> last question. Uh, this is from our editor Eric. Um, and this is, I think, this is a question that's uh, mainly in Luke's uh, field of expertise. I have that. Is the lake in the Infinite Park an infinite lake that is connected to all bodies in, of water in Angel Grove, or is the submarine just magic? I think the submarine's just magic. Yeah, it's, I mean, the submarine's the, definitely magic. It's the, periscope the periscope can appear. come out of any water, so I assume the 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 sub can be in any water on the planet, but it does have to travel between planets because we saw it come to Earth in the movie. Well, I'm still not clear. Like, is the submarine in that bucket, or is just the periscope? Periscope? Is there like a wormhole a thing going on? I, I assume the the submarine is in a pocket dimension that is accessible from any body of water. Mm. Is, is my mm. running theory. All right. Okay. Uh, well, uh, that's it for questions. So, uh, Emily, do you got anything you want to plug? Um, you can catch me at this is Emerald, somewhere I'll be posting this month about Final Fantasy VII and Trials of Mana, mostly. <laughs> All right, and Simone, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Real Simben, where I occasionally talk about how I'm currently playing Eternal Sonata, the most relevant JRPG that you can imagine at the present moment. Uh, but mostly, I just post whatever dumb stuff comes through my brain. All right. And Luke. You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, I do a bunch of other shows in Audio Entropy. I do uh, Life is a Reprise Way, where we talk about car stuff. That's a bad series of movies. 
Uh, Where's Pod When I'm Scared or VeggieTales Podcast has been kind of on break. Uh, I think it's coming back pretty soon, though. I, I'm not committing to any hard dates, but it'll be back. And also, I talked at the top about Eidolon Playtest, the actual play RPG that I host and GM and uh, wrote the book for along with my friend Molly. Go listen to that one. It's cool. Go to our Patreon at Eidolon, patreon.com slash Eidolon Playtest. Give us money. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit. And uh, you can also hear me on Eidolon Pop uh, that Luke was talking about. So, you know, get in there and then give Luke your money to hear that shit early. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Mike. I've been Simon. I've been Emily. And I've been Luke. And may the power protect you always, because your teacher sure as fuck won't. (laughs) All right. uh, Hey, uh, don't stop recording, anybody. Can we switch to Skype? Luke is robo voicing a lot. I wonder why Discord hates me specifically. Oh, you sound fine for me, but it's important for Mike to understand what you're saying. Yeah, for me, like Luke is cutting off all. Okay, I'll stop the recording. No, don't, don't. I'm I'm, so- don't stop the recording. Okay. Don't stop uh, recording. That's why the first thing I said was don't stop recording. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should we all stop or just Emily? Yeah, well, if Emily's already stopped, we gotta stop. Okay. All right. I mean, we could have just clapped her back in.